This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Ice on my neck, doesn't come I'm a pretty boy, I'm stunning. Super speed sonic, I'm running. Super, super, super speed sonic, I'm running. Yeah. Call me big papa, I'm sunning. I spot the dick when she wants Okay. Enough time has passed through this pandemic that I think it's safe. We can do an OG, or I guess in this case, it'd be an OC podcast. (laughs) And uh, OC standing for original content and not just like replays of conversations we had on the air. By the way, we're listening to some Curtis Waters song called Stunnin'. Featuring Harm Franklin. This is a song that Bundus turned us on to. All the hot songs are coming from TikTok right now, man. Yeah. I spotted this one on TikTok. I was like, what is this little summer banger? Do you listen to this when you're driving around in your in your Corvette? Totally. Yeah. yeah. This is such a great vibe, this song. It just feels oh so my good. God. It just feels so cool. Listen How old's your it. Corvette, Bundus? Uh, it's a 2000, so it's, what, uh, 20 years old now. Okay, so when you listen to something off like your phone, do you have to plug an old-fashioned tape cassette into the radio that has a wire coming out of it that plugs into your phone? <laughs> there's oh no, God. there's no tape deck. No, there's a CD player, but I have, um, I have like a radio transmitter thing that I plug into a head, the headphone jack on my phone, oh. and I switch the radio station to a blank station, and then my phone transmits yeah. onto Whoa. the radio. Like, yeah. And it might give you different options, like oh, you can put it on like eighty-seven point five, and then if there's uh, like static, you can pick a couple other uh, exactly. signals i had one of those yeah. how are the speakers they never in your work cars? as well full-on bose sound system it's killer it's great oh yeah. wow okay so it works really well oh that's why he likes it he's a bad boy yeah uh, well, hello. It is Tucker. It is Mora. It is Professor Bundis for this uh, first original podcast in a while. I, I really think since we started doing our show from our homes. Yeah, and we should because- apologize. Things things were like you know technically difficult. Um, things were emotionally difficult. I mean, we all know this. We were all dealing with a lot. For me personally, like. I, I I've never been so stressed before. I literally my vertigo came back um, because I was dealing with a toddler and no childcare. So I, I was finding that every day I had to quickly finish my work. As many people are trying to balance family and to finish my work and run upstairs and then go all day long with a four year old. So that was a lot. Mm. Mm. Excuses. Yeah, no, honestly. Uh, <laughs> It looked that way. Anytime, you know, look, if I think back to the peak quarantine mm-hmm. uh, times, which was really like most of April, where everyone was locked down and, you know, everything became difficult, like shopping and, oh. and the uh, mind fuck was in full effect. Like, yes. you know, where, it, you know, you're washing every single thing that comes through your house. Yeah. If we did Uber Eats, you know, we'd have rubber gloves as we accepted the bag and yes. then we'd dissect the bag and take it apart and then wash in between removing styrofoam containers of takeout Bundus, food. 
food. He used to strip down when he got in the door and throw all of his clothes immediately into the hottest cycle on the wa- in the washing machine. Yes. You look yeah. back now and we laugh at that, but that was all part of that mind fuck of I'm covered in COVID right now. Yeah. yeah, really. I'm like, I'm glad that that's over with, like, or that I've moved on from that stage because I do not miss that state of fear and panic that you're yeah. constantly living in. Everything yeah. around you, it's like, oh, it's gonna get me. Mm-hmm. And you realize, you know how mad I had to uh, when I filled up my car for the first time in six weeks, and I didn't have much gas in my car to begin with. But I remember I just I went out and I drove one day because I was worried that uh, the gas was gonna go bad because I didn't have stabilizer. So <laughs> I literally I had to like I'm like okay I'm gonna drive to uh, Hamilton and back and burn off that gas. And when I went yeah. to fill up, I remember being so mad because my tap wasn't working on my Visa and I was <gasps> gonna have to touch the buttons on the gas uh, <laughs> pump. Yes. And I was like, you fucking kidding me? What are the odds that this one and now wants me to push the button? And I, you know, I was throwing like a little mini internal tantrum. Uh, I'm sure it was slightly external as well with you. It was, it was a little a, external. A little external. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took it on my credit card. I took it out of my credit card as I'm sticking it in the slot. I'm like, oh, fine. You yeah. take that. Yeah. Yeah. Get that credit card. Yeah, it was. And look, you, you still got to be safe. And there's still a pandemic out there and people are still getting sick. Luckily, fewer people today than, you know, a month ago on a day to day basis. But, um, you know, we know more, we understand more about the virus, even though they're still coming up with new stuff like whether how airborne it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's up for debate right now between the uh, World Health Organization and different scientists. Some people are saying it's way more uh, prevalent in the air than uh, you believe. And you do have to, you know, no, everyone should be wearing masks. Remember when the World Health are. Organization backtracked and they were like, oh, it's actually, you can't really get it from surfaces. And everyone was like, what? And then they were like, no, no, you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's been so hard. Uh, yeah. It's been so hard. Yeah, yeah. A lot of misinformation and a lot of just figuring things out. And anyway, it's become the new normal. And I think everyone's becoming more comfortable with the new normal. Yeah. But, you know, when you see when I see parents with kids that are between the ages of like basically one and seven, I feel for them because that is really challenging. I have a 13 year old and an 11 year old. And I can tell you that they're perfectly content to just stay on their device if we let them mm. all day and uh, play Roblox with their buddies. And, uh, you know, yeah, they, no. they didn't. It's not like you being alone with a four year old. No, it's been the worst. <laughs> it's literally been the most challenging thing. And then you have so much, so much guilt, like so much mom guilt. Um, around it. Honestly, I felt so guilty for not enjoying her more. And the, I find that it's the hardest when I try to do everything. And when I just stop and just focus on her and do what she wants to do, she's in a great mood because that's all she wants. So mm-hmm. trying to balance is when it becomes really stressful. And then I start yelling and I become a parent that I don't want to be. I become that parent that I'm like, Oh God, who is this person I am? So yeah. anyways, I, I'm, every I'm happy. parent I talk to. Every parent I talk to will say, like, uh, they would be horrified if people heard what kind of things are said inside their house. Yeah. You know, in terms of, like, the yelling, and uh, nobody Mm -hmm. wants to be yelling at their kids, but sometimes you just reach that breaking point, and it seems like it's the only thing that's effective in that moment, even though you know there's probably way better methods if you have the patience and you're not overtired and you're not, like, panicking about a pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, anyway, so here we are. It's uh, it's now July, uh, beginning of July. Uh, all three of us just finished a week and a bit of vacation, which was pretty solid. Yeah. I know for me, I live for this time of year. I have a sailboat, and uh, to me, like my best months are June, July, August, September. Mm-hmm. And if I could turn that four months into like 10 months a year, I would be even happier. Yeah. Like I just, I love this time of year. And I yeah. love that uh, luckily we ended up with a boating season and that things opened up, you know, to a much larger extent compared to where we were in April. I had a great vacation. It felt like there was no pandemic because I was on a boat. Oh my and, God. Uh, I saw your pictures. I so jealous. So jealous. It's the perfect socially distanced activity to the point where my husband and I are like, man, we want a boat. We, yeah. I, at first, I was like, let's just get like a crappy $300 motorboat that you see when you're driving down the 400 on the side of the There's road. There's no such thing. There's no <laughs> such thing that works and floats. There's no $300 <laughs> motorboat. We put that in the water and it'd be gone. $3,000 maybe, but not $300. That doesn't exist. <laughs> Unless by says- motor, you mean like you stick your mouth in the water and you go... <laughs> and turn it into a jet boat. Human-powered... It's really too bad that it's such an expensive sport, you know? It's too bad. Yeah. Well, you know, you can buy sailboats for uh, five to $800 that would float and would have a sail and would get you around. It wouldn't have a motor on it, though, that worked. You know, it was kind of kind of random, but um, my buddy was talking, well, we were having this conversation about boats, and more, you were saying you wanted to buy one. And then mm-hmm. my friend, um, Matt, who I went to visit uh, in France where he had his wedding, he's yeah. coming back to Toronto. And while we were having this little group chat, uh, he's coming back in about a month or so. We're talking about going fishing, getting a boat and going fishing. Yeah. A couple days later, my other buddy, Mike, just buys a boat out of nowhere. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, Is Mike? Is he rolling in with fat stacks or what? <laughs> I guess. Like, what do you get? I don't know the exact model of it, but it looks like a like a speed boat with a lower cabin. Okay, cool. Oh. And yeah. it, it doesn't look like a $2,000 boat. It looks like a pretty expensive thing that you can get several people on. I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, you're, he, he's so wild like that. Like, you put a thought in his head, he'll, he'll buy it. Like, I talked to him about, hey, you want to come join uh, our softball team? Next day, before he's even even thought about it or registered, he's kitted out. Gloves, new new bats, <laughs> yeah. new helmets. He's one of those kind <laughs> of guys. I love this guy. Yeah. So, yeah, he bought a yeah. boat randomly. Uh, that's cool. I get in. I get into things that way where I'll just get all kitted out because sometimes you have to commit to something. You know, yeah. you just have to do it. Yeah. Um, like uh, you know, I got into scuba diving, so I'm like, all right, well, I'm buying all my own stuff, and I always choose things that are way too expensive. So it's like massive investments. The most recent one was kiteboarding. Mm. You know, I I did it. I, I got a chance to do it down south back when we could travel in January, and I loved it. And I've sailed my whole life, and I've always wanted to do it. And I'm like, the only way I'm going to do it regularly in Canada. Is if I just buy the stuff, right? And but you know that was like it's probably like thousands of dollars to buy all this stuff. You know the kite, the bars, the you know the pump and the board and the safety vest and the helmet and the yeah. special sunglasses. Like it's, it's all this stuff. Special sunglasses. Well, you need sunglasses that don't fall off when you take an epic. You know when you get Bail? Th- thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> And you right. need sunglasses because you're staring up at this kite, so you're looking at the sky. Your eyes, you know, you eventually it hurts. Yeah, can't can't look up. They were only forty bucks though. The special sunglasses. That was the cheapest thing I bought. <laughs> but anyway, 
Yeah, so uh, here we are. You well, you uh, like you had no kid for two weeks because she was yes. at uh, grandma and grandpa camp. That's pretty epic. A lot of parents so, don't get to go through that. Oh, but you man. went to a hotel in. Uh, did you go to the county, Prince Edward County? I did. Yeah, well, because we didn't have a kid, we became like that spontaneous couple that we used to be, and we got an invite to go to a um, a social distanced beach party in Prince Edward County, and we were like, let's go, you know, hotel, sta- it was stage two there, the hotels had opened, and we went, and it was like a pretty cool experience, like it felt very safe, like they were, when you check, and it's a small little hotel um Mm. when you check in they wanted only one person to come up to the desk so i waited outside the only time where it was a little bit questionable was the the breakfast time where they have like kind of um, a buffet but they didn't want you to touch anything so they had somebody serving stuff on your plate and it seemed like we showed up 45 minutes before the the breakfast buffet was done and there was only so many sausages left and you know how when you serve yourself you just you don't care if there's people waiting you you load up on the sausages they were kind of like doling them out so that they could make sure that everybody got some yeah that's that sucked (laughs) we were like no we want more sausages keep them coming Mm. Um, yeah 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 and the, the, the room was it like extra? Was there any um, sprays or cleaners in there? I mean, I guess they tell you they clean the room thoroughly after someone leaves it, right? Yeah, like I've stayed in this exact room before, and um, I didn't notice anything different. You know, there wasn't like a, ha- a sanitization station inside the hotel room, but mm-hmm. I will tell they you, soap. I, they had soap. They had a hell of a shower. They actually had redone the showers. There was, it was a nice room and there was, it was like a double shower. And, uh, I had a little, you remember we were talking about this the other day. We we're talking about how many times we've hooked up when we were on vacation. And I brought up one yeah. of the times, which was a self pleasure moment. Yeah. And it happened <laughs> which in that we, shower. Which we deemed it invalid. It was invalid. <laughs> it doesn't count. No. In terms no. of your totals. I have to say that this one counted because it was in this shower. Uh, I, I, I didn't know it was going to go in that direction, but I was just grabbing the shower head. You know, it had the, the hand, uh, what do you call that? The hand? The wand? The wand. Shower wand, yeah. The shower wand. And I was uh, putting it on different settings. Oh, Next. did it have different massage settings on there? Different settings? And it didn't, I wasn't going in that direction. Next thing you know, slightly stimulated and uh Wow. <laughs> to the point to the point where you're looking at the serial number of the model of, that was on the wall so you could replicate it in your own shower at home. It's so funny because I remember I did a bathroom renovation at my old place in Leslieville in Toronto and I had a girlfriend come over and I was showing her like the tub I had put in and she's like, oh, I know why you picked that hand wand. And I was, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of like, what? Why? I had never been I had never tried it before. But I'll tell you something. Once you, you, it's very similar to oral sex. It feels almost the same. God, it, why is there nothing like that for guys? 
<laughs> is there a shower head you've ever been excited about, Bunnis? Like, I know I've used, you know, lots of massage or various settings on showers, and never have I found one that I was like, oh, wait a second, here we go. Yeah. No, no, I've never, I've never come across any outside stimulant thing that works for me. It's too bad because yeah, women have a lot of them. Like we've got vibrators and dildos. Yeah. Like we've got a lot of tools. You guys don't have yeah, tools. Yeah, but there's uh, we have tools too. Like we could go and buy a rubber vagina and fill it with lube or whatever and try and simulate sex that way or simulate oral sex that way. But we don't yeah. have those things that are just in the wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're in a shower stall right. in a hotel room and all of a sudden that wand takes on a whole new meaning. I can't think of anything... You know, that would uh, even come close to that. Laundry, like, I hear, I, not that I've ever done this, but I hear, like, you can sit on a dryer. <laughs> I thought it was sit on a washer in oh, the spin maybe... cycle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's maybe what that's you're what thinking of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you need something, you know, a motorcycle seat. You know, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Like Harley Davidson. That goes... <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those bikes. Apparently Actually, sitting on one of those can give you an orgasm. Can give you an orgasm. I've heard of that. I mean, for all of the tools that we have, it's amazing that men can still fail at giving women an orgasm. When we can sit <laughs> on a washing machine and have an orgasm, yeah. be in the shower and have an orgasm, okay. you still can't figure it out? No, no. Wait a second. The the woman that sits on a a washer and has an orgasm is not the one that has trouble having orgasms. It's the one that will never grab the shower handle, that'll never sit on the washer, mm. and doesn't know themselves enough. I find, in my experience, is the people that don't know how to have an orgasm is because they're not used to giving them to themselves. Right. And they don't know themselves well enough to... Or they're not communicating that, what they what they need. What they need, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This I, I had a friend, um, and she talked about having uh, been in a Jeep, like one of those like YJ, I think it was a Sierra or something, mm -hmm. with her family, <laughs> and they were they were doing a long distance drive. To, <laughs> it might have been Myrtle Beach or Florida. It was somewhere far. Yeah. And she said just the the vibrations of the Jeep oh. was enough to make her have an orgasm. <laughs> In that car, with <laughs> surrounded by her family, no. which is awkward. Uh, Why well, you keep uh, it under you know, wraps? This, yeah, yeah. I I think this happened like sometime like late high school years. She told the story years later of what happened, but uh, we were all like, "What? That doesn't happen to guys." Like, I don't literally think. It, that the showerhead situation, guys. Like it was the most powerful orgasm I have had in a long time and it was with a freaking shower <laughs> wand like holy yeah. like now do you tell I'm, your husband that do you tell him do you say I oh i just had the him. most epic shower okay <laughs> i did not well he wasn't there he had gone to a brewery to pick up some beers to bring back to the hotel and i was like you know what i'm not gonna go i'm gonna enjoy the amenities let me tell yeah. you the amenities <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <Pretty> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now people Woo! are going to want to know like what room this is, what hotel. Uh -uh. Like, do you tell them? You're not uh. going to tell them? DM Mora. DM Mora on Instagram at Mora Gris and maybe she'll tell you. But you got to be I'll comfortable with going to a hotel right now. I don't know. I guess I think I would be okay with going to a hotel right now. But I would definitely, um, as I went in, I would be wiping everything down myself. 
Like I do anyway. I don't know. I mean, I think I've shot Instagram videos where he shows me in a hotel room. I literally bring Lysol wipes. Yeah. Now I, I don't have any. I'd bring a bottle of Lysol and some paper towel on. I'd, I'd clean everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah. Would you go to a hotel room right now, Bundus? Honestly, I used to love hotel rooms. They used to be my favorite thing to do. Sometimes just like on a, on a weekend, I would get a hotel just for the hell of it, even if I was in the city, because I just yes. loved being in a hotel room. Yes. Um, and now on uh, the opposite. Oh, that's so gross. Okay. Anyway, yeah. On, on the flip side now, I, I don't know if I would, to be honest with you. Like I'm, I, I'm not, definitely not as comfortable as I was. I'm more comfortable. Like, I mean, I could, but I don't know if I would have to wipe everything down. Like you're saying, like if I was to go now. I'm not you sure. You have to understand, this. like, for, for hotels to reopen, they would have to meet all of that criteria to be even allowed to oh, reopen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they would everything. have to at least once or something. But yes. you know, it's like saying every restaurant that's open uh, is abiding by all the rules. And how many cases do you see that, that where that's not the case? Yeah, that's true. You know, that's I've gone true. into some restaurants before and thought, oh, the food's pretty good. But man, I would not want to see what's going on behind that door over there. Yeah, seriously. Kitchen? So. Ooh. I don't, uh, I would have to be able to take matters into my own hands to ensure the cleanliness, I think, if I was going to live in that environment. What about getting on a plane? Because I've thought a little bit about what this coming winter looks like. And uh, one of my plans for this winter was I wanted to go down south with a group of people and charter a sailboat. Yeah. And, uh, and so... For most of that, and I don't know what that even looks like in the fall, or sorry, it would be like, you know, January, February. I don't know if uh, what the rule regulations would be if we'd even be able to travel with, the, if they force people to do quarantining on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, I could never go away in February if I had to stay there for two weeks before, you mm-hmm. know, coming back here. Um, yeah. But would you, the, and if I did a trip like that, I wouldn't be at a resort. I wouldn't be at a restaurant. I'd be living on a boat with the people I went down with. So we'd have to agree to be in a bubble together. Yeah. And we'd have to get on a plane for five hours. So would you get on a plane for five hours knowing that on the other side, you're going to have no issues with, uh, yeah. with you know, Well, it's infection? actually an amazing time to travel because tourism is way down, right? Like Italy, uh, in Venice, they are trying to figure out how they can get a bal- a better balance when more tourists start coming because the locals who have largely left Venice because it's a fucking circus there. It really is. Yeah. It's like an adult Disney World. And I, I, I think it's the most beautiful place, but I wouldn't go back because it's a gong show and all the prices are crazy. It's just a tourist trap. But now that the locals are enjoying it again, and uh, I think there's a change that's about to happen, and my in-laws are actually thinking in September about going to Italy, if it's allowed, because it would be a great time to go. There's going to be way less tourists. But if you go to a lot of these countries right now, you'd have to quarantine for 14 days when you got there. Uh, before you'd probably be allowed to go anywhere in public. And yeah. then uh, and then potentially when you come back, you're going to have to quarantine here for 14 days. So you have to be able to have that kind of schedule where you can yeah. do that. Well, they're you know, retired. You have to be retired. So they, yeah, yeah, they could do it, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Because I, I, they still say, you know, when you look at those lists of what are the most uh, riskiest things to do, mm-hmm. air travels uh, in the category of high risk. Well, I think there was a plane that just left Toronto that somebody had COVID on, they found out. And I'm curious, is it is it just the people around that person that are that need to go get 
tested for COVID, or is it the entire plane? The whole plane, probably. Really? They show these how things how people get infected when they're in closed spaces, and it depends on things like airflow. Mm-hmm. So it could be everybody on the uh, left side of the plane. If the air was circulating that way behind the person who was infected, that could be at high risk. But you wouldn't know that maybe unless you tested everyone. And right. look, lucky, lucky, luckily enough that uh, testing's not out of control in Ontario. I think they want more people to get tested just so they can maintain maintain the numbers that they, you know, set as their goal. So if I'm on that plane, I'm getting tested a hundred times out of a hundred, you know, if that scenario right. comes up. Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Go get a pipe cleaner in your nose or a Q-tip or whatever. It's uncomfortable <laughs> for like 20 seconds and then it's over. Then mm-hmm. you find out for sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, what do you think? Men or women? Who worries more? Uh, women, I know it's a 100%. generalization, but this is like a study that just uh, looked at... Uh, the amount of time we spend worrying every day and they broke it down by gender and one gender worries for a half hour more every single day than the other gender yeah on average i can tell you uh exactly when that half hour happens too because i every man that i've ever slept next to goes right to sleep within 30 seconds of their head hitting the pillow and i'm like do you not have any shit to work through in your mind? <laughs> Is there nothing on your plate that you are concerned about? Are you like, cause me, I'm running down my day and I'm running down my next day and I'm organizing things, things I got to do. I'm doing a list. I'm worrying about shit. You guys worry about nothing. No, nah, that's not true. We just, I think we worry maybe at different times. I'm sure Bundes worry, but you're not the, uh, you're the exception because you're like into all kinds of weird conspiracy theories and stuff. (laughs) So that messes with your head and you go to bed watching all that crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, but I wouldn't call it worrying. Like, I I don't really worry about anything because worrying, it's not in your control. So if you're worrying about it, then like you're, you're, you're taking away from the moment itself. Like, life is going to come at you in any which way, and you deal with it as it comes. There's no point of worrying about things that aren't in your control. But I do like to think about things and, like, ponder upon, like, oh, what does this mean, or if this is that. Sure, I think about a lot of stuff when I'm in bed, but I wouldn't say I worry very much at all. Okay, 2,000 people took part in this, and they say that the average woman will spend two hours a day feeling worried or stressed. Mm. Um, And uh, two-thirds of this time is spent feeling anxious about other people rather than themselves. So that's more than half the time is is dedicated at someone else. In comparison, men spend an hour and a half worrying each day. 
And um, guess what percentage of men are thinking about other people? <laughs> I don't know what. Ten percent. One Stop. in ten guys is like thinking about somebody else. Otherwise, it's all me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and it's yeah. so not fair. We have to get better at that. But what a waste of time. Uh, because worrying sure. and playing out scenarios in your head, and it, it's just a complete waste of time. Okay, top 10 things that women worry about. Number 10 is work. Yeah. Number nine, being late or running out of time to do something. Sure. Number eight, your appearance. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> Family safety comes in at number seven. Oh my God, for sure. Getting older, number six. Uh, a relative or friend's bad health is number five. Uh-huh. Which I'm sure if you're in that situation, absolutely. Um, putting on weight is uh, higher than that at number four. Yep. Uh, financial worries, number three. Worrying about not getting enough sleep is number two. <laughs> and the number one thing women worry about are uh, is what's going on in the world today. Wow. Just everything, all the environmental guys, stuff like that. Do you guys COVID ever and, fantasize, or not, sorry, fantasize is the wrong word. Do you ever play out somebody's funeral in your head, like who's really close no. to you? Oh my no. God. I do that. I'm like, what would I do if Matt died? Like, what would I do if my husband passed away? How would I handle that? What would I, what would I say to, to let everyone know what he meant to me? You know, like, what? and then, and then I realized I put that in the universe. What a terrible yeah. thing to put in the universe. Yes. Cause I'm worrying about him. Yeah. You knock on wood after you say something like that. Well, you know, he does a lot of unhealthy things. He dips. He's got That's the tobacco not wood. in That's the not mouth. wood. What you just knocked no. on. Hold it's... on. There it is. There you go. That's <laughs> That's yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was yeah. more laminate. That was a laminate. Yeah, that was. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I totally, I play out my, my mom's funeral. I replay my dad's funeral. Oh, my God. So, uh, to me, that's such a weird thing to think about. Your Unless funeral, they're too. Unless dying. I've, I've played out your funeral, yeah. Yeah? What does that oh, look yeah. like, out of curiosity? Oh, I thought I'd say a few words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah? Uh, do you remember what you said, or is that, uh, is that too much to ask? <laughs> um, I'm sure it was beautiful. I don't remember what I said, but yeah, just like yeah. what I would do, and and what would you do at my funeral? Like, would you say a few words at my funeral? Uh, probably uh, no. I don't. <laughs> that wouldn't be in my comfort zone. I don't like public speaking in general. Really? Yeah, don't like it. I don't like it at all. And uh, and somewhere That's in that, weird. like, I don't like to cry in front of people as well. Not opposed to crying, but I like to be alone if it's going to happen because mm. I, I don't feel like I look particularly attractive when I cry. I feel like I definitely have mastered the ugly, blotchy, <laughs> red face, <laughs> snotty nose cry to a T. Yeah. I yeah, don't get, yeah. I don't get like the cool cry where it's just like a tear going down and One my face. One single tear, yeah. Yeah. My face looks like I have some sort of rash, yeah. you know? blotchy <laughs> oh blotchy yeah, yeah tasty between the red and the white and the yeah Gross. it's not good yeah actually i don't want you at my funeral if that's gonna be you <laughs> <laughs> and the, most of the times when i cry the only times i really can cry like at a funeral for sure um but watching mo sad movies 
it's almost like, you know, if I have some stuff to work out or if I feel like I have some pent up feelings and I need to have a cry because things aren't in life aren't going my way. I almost need a movie to trigger that moment. Mm. Kind of like pulling the, 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 the lawnmower. I gotta, I I need something to just get it started. And then once it started, it just goes on its own. Yeah. And then it runs off all the emotion. And then I feel, you know, sometimes better after, but I need, yeah, I need to have that thing that gets it going. It's really good for you to cry. It's really good for you to let it out. But I I would hate to have to cry at your funeral. All the people that'll be there, like pretty cool people, people I know. There's cool people at my funeral. Awesome. I I think what I would do, (laughs) maybe what I would do is I would, uh, I'd pretend I had something to say, (laughs) and I'd get up there, and then I'd be like. I'm sorry, I can't do this. It's too hard for me. And I'd sit back down. And that would be, and then people would be like, oh my God, that's so powerful. You know what I mean? And then I'd have to do no work. I wouldn't have to write anything. I wouldn't have to worry about saying the wrong right. thing. Yeah. It would just yeah. be my get out of jail free card. Okay. I'll accept Pretty that. Much. I'll accept okay. that. Have you thought about, have you known Bundus long enough to think about his funeral yet or has it not come up? Um, you know, it's funny. Like Bundus has been close to death. Right? You've almost died several times. Yeah, it's I've thought about like my funeral a lot of times, my own like what what would people say about me who would show up? That's always been something that's been on my mind. Like what kind of life have I led where like would enough people have appreciated my company where they'd want to be there kind of thing? Yeah. Um, and I I guess, you know, coming close to death kind of makes you think about your whole life like that. Like mm. have I been living right or not? Um but yeah, that, 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 those are constant thoughts that are always in my head. Like, do who would be at my funeral? What would they well, say about me? It depends on if, if is your funeral a Friday or a Saturday? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not going to Tuesday, no Tuesday. problem. Tuesday, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> no, you know what? Wednesday, like, no problem. Thursday, I usually am getting ready to do something on the weekend. And Thursday is really jam-packed. Yeah, like today, yeah. I'm going to be shopping all day. I got to go to Costco, LCBO, and Blah Blahs all in one day. <laughs> You throw your funeral in there, that fucks up my whole weekend plan. Because now I'm going to do that shit on Friday or late on Thursday, yeah. and I'm going to be tired on Friday. Yeah. Come on, Bundits. <laughs> Think about everyone else. Yeah, so I'll, I'll plan to die on a Sunday, have the wake on like Monday, Tuesday, and then funeral yes. Wednesday. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. You know what? I, I think that I think about Matt's funeral, my husband's funeral, because he has been close to death as well with... Uh, you know, he's had his entire large intestine removed and there was, uh, traces of cancer there. And, uh, he's had m- major surgery like you, Bundus. So I, I'm like, Oh God, what would I do? Sometimes I forget how uncomfortable he is every single day just living. So yeah. it does come through my mind sometimes. What would I do without him? And also, I don't think it's super unhealthy to think, to appreciate that people are here in your life and that you have them. Appreciate well, you people know, every day. And appreciate, you know, life is short. You know, I think of uh, that story we were talking about earlier about that uh, woman from Glee, Naya Rivera, who was out on a rented motorboat with her four-year-old son. She jumped in the water to go for a swim in this small conservation area lake near Los Angeles. And uh, nobody has seen her since. And her four-year-old spent uh, like three hours on a boat, you know, kind of just drifting, drifting there oh. until, I mean, it was a, in a closed lake and it wasn't super big. It's a kind of lake you could probably swim across if you picked the right direction. But, you know, it took a, it took a few hours before somebody realized that there was just a kid alone in a boat and that wasn't right. Oh, um, my God. 
right. But anyway, yeah, life is short. So, I, yeah, when I think about death, I just think about making sure I try and get to do all the little things that I want to do and that I have enough experiences where if I my life is cut short that I don't feel like I was saving something for later. Oh, I'll do that when I'm 60 or right? you know, whatever. Yes. And I, I, I would hate to, like, miss out on milestone moments with my kids, you know, like marriages or relationships they have or them totally. graduating. You know, I want to be able to see the fruits of my labor and all the hard work my wife and I put in, see what it ends up being with them. I would really hate that, but I don't worry about, uh, yeah, I just, I don't worry about dying and planning funerals and stuff. <laughs> But you do have to, you know, appreciate what you have when you have it and this live in the moment why, and a little this bit. This is why uh, my husband wants to buy a boat. He's like, we could be dead. Let's buy a boat. Yeah. yeah Get a boat one. already. <laughs> Get a boat. Jesus. You got to spend, like, my advice to anyone, and I think, honestly, buying a sailboat, first of all, it's not that hard to sail. It's certainly not that hard to sail if you pick and choose the right days to go out. You know, you don't go out on a day where there's, like, uh, extreme thunderstorm warning or whatever and you might find yourself in a hairy situation you go okay. out when the weather's perfect when you're learning yeah and you take a you take a uh, you go learn on small boats you take some you sign up for some class yeah that teaches you how to sail in a small boat because that's the perfect way to learn because things happen immediately you know you pull on the sail you see the immediate reaction to that when you do it on a big boat it's slower you don't always uh, get that vibe uh. so you learn how to do it and then uh, the hardest part of owning a boat is usually parking it yeah and that's different in every boat so there's a, the learning curve changes every time you change boats so you just it's not that hard to do and it's not crazy expensive you could go out spend 10 grand i would mm -hmm. say that would be your minimum to buy like a 26 27 footer maybe mm -hmm. up to 30 but then you're pushing it it's going to be a little more rundown and uh and uh, to join a yacht club uh, you can find a cheap place where the whole year might cost you a couple grand um, but if you, that's like a gym membership for a lot of people, you yeah, know, like totally. 2000 divided by 12, or maybe that's your vacation now. Instead of going down south yeah. every so often, you spend your time on your boat. And, um, it's not like for everybody, not everyone can afford it, but it's not as out of reach as people think. So buy that damn boat, Mara. <laughs> All right. Get the boat, Bundus. Fuck it, I'm getting the boat. <laughs> Bundes, you can't afford a boat yet. But no, yeah, soon, soon. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you could. You just have to. Your priority would have to not be your Corvette. It would have to become right. your boat. You know, you you pick and choose what your, what your hobby's going to be. Yeah, yeah. You don't go to concerts. You put the money into you know, yep, totally. maintaining something. It's just all about that. I, you know what? I think we're boring everybody now. So a lot of crazy stuff it. we talked about, Dev. Orgasms. My favorite moment was the showerhead conversation, if anyone wants to keep track of this. <laughs> Every hotel I go in now, I will always look at that showerhead and think, what has happened with this? Oh, yeah. yeah. WWMD. What would Mora do with that showerhead? Is what I'll be thinking of. I want. I, did you take a picture of the showerhead out of curiosity? No, I did not take okay. a picture. It was an anomaly. It was like, this is amazing, and now it's gone. So you don't think if you bought that showerhead again that you would be able to get that same experience from that shower? I'm just looking for one with some options, some different settings to okay, rotate okay. between. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have now? Just like single stream or wide stream? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or the mist, which forget about it. Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening. I'm
bad boy like Puffy Sucking on my neck like Puffy I'm a British but I had to go dumpy Fall asleep in that pussy like a cubby